Our guest for today's episode is Nitish Yadav. He is a product and type designer and is currently researching on typography for augmented reality and future interfaces. He has graduated from NIFT Delhi, University of Reading in typeface design and is currently working as a product designer at Headout. I am Mayank Khandelwal and you are listening to whiteboard.fm. Hey Nitish, welcome to whiteboard.fm. How are you doing? Pretty good man. <laughs> really excited for this. Nice, nice. Are you in Bangalore or have you uh, or are you staying somewhere else? Uh, right now. Right now I moved back to Dehradun for now. Oh, nice. Because the weather is nice and that's where my home is. Awesome, awesome. Great Nitish, let's get started. Uh, can you introduce yourself? Sure. I think I'll start with my official kind of introduction. So basically, I am a product designer who's working at Headout right now. So basically what my job right now as a product designer there is kind of making our traveler's life easier to just find experiences and uh, like just be a wanderer and then find like the best places to visit. So I think that's the official, my title, which is there. So apart from that, I think the main thing which we have like come here to talk about would be the uh, my unofficial title, which is like product uh, slash type designer. So yeah, uh, I'm a type designer as well. And then almost, uh, so the slightly interesting part, which I do, which kind of uh, interests people is that I've been researching on uh, typography and the new interfaces for AR headsets. So I think, yeah, that's it. Like basically that's would be my short introduction. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, Nitish, how did you get started in design? So, uh, so I think that would be a slightly, okay, as I'd already told you that uh, I'm not from Bangalore and then I'm from a small city called Dehradun, which is like, uh, it's a valley. And then uh, basically uh, when I, so this is kind of a typical Indian story where it goes like, okay, you clear your 12th and then you go like at the streams, if you're a studying student, which I was, there were only two streams for you. Either you go for medical or you go for engineering. So I think because there was no design awareness at that point of time, like in there. So I'm talking about like 2009. And right. then, uh, so in that case, so what happened with me, like I went to that same kind of herd mentality because I didn't know about any options. So in that uh, point of time, like I appeared for my engineering exams, I cleared them and then I started engineering. So at the later stage when I like got, uh, got to college and then I, I was working on different kinds of clubs and all those things. So in that case, what happened uh, was I slowly got to know more about design and then so I designed the prospectus for the upcoming year. Uh, so that was like kind of one project, which was a small project, which I did. So in that case, like that's how I kind of got introduced uh, to like how design as a career can is a big thing, like at a global level, but at still at Indian level, that was nothing. Nobody like yeah. even, so the moment a like uh, like a designer that means people just assume you you to be an artist or something like that so that was a kind of uh, stage uh, at that point of time so like over the t- over time like i started learning on my own like yeah although i was uh, focusing on my engineering studies but again then i because since uh, beginning i've been uh, like uh, very much into creative stuff rather than uh, being towards like academic side uh, so that's when i thought like okay maybe that's good but still i really uh, want to do pursue design as a career so yeah somehow i managed to convince my parents that i want to drop out uh, which are, uh, turned out well so it's not as simple as it seems right now as i'm saying <laughs> yeah uh, so <laughs> so uh, yeah after one and a half year i kind of dropped out from engi- my engineering studies then what i started doing was that was kind of my point of like uh, i started designing i started as a silt designer i started working on uh, 
quite a lot of projects and then uh, to be honest like my first commission project which was a major project was a website for this canadian uh, like second hand uh, website uh, seller uh, for like all the cars and automotive uh, like trucks and all uh, based out of canada so that was my first major project and then that's how like i started building my clients and then that's how i started getting projects and then yeah i think that would be the basic entry into the design phase for me that's great that's great and from there you moved to uh, you started studying in uh, at nift no uh, in between what happened was uh, so uh, this is like i think uh, there was a gap so i was working on different kind of projects but then uh, again uh, this is kind of i'll just uh, uh, sweep in a bit of story because that will be a context in terms of like why i did what i did so basically at that point of time again it becomes like okay i so once i started learning about design on my own so it was like being a self taught designer like i was searching for all the information online i was learning and then i realized like one of the most interesting part which i really like was research though i really like designing interfaces i really uh, like uh, designing the visual aesthetics part but again uh, research was something like which got me into it so uh, what was happening was uh, since i was very much into research that i realized okay i want to do research and then one of the major thing like if i don't have a bachelor's degree then i can't go for research either it's masters or if i really want to do phd at a later stage then there was no option for me so in that case like i was thinking that and then another fact was again uh, coming back to that whole basic thinking of indian parents they want you to have a degree so that was another reason uh, which was like okay i need to have a bachelor's degree and then but uh, in uh, so what i did was i appeared for all the design exams all the major colleges cleared all of those and then i was like uh, one of the major thing was okay i had this so i so once you get into the phase of like earning money on your own and all those kind of things so making a decision to just like leave everything uh, aside and then studying is slightly okay that's a harder decision so what i decided okay like i won't go to any uh, so uh, specific colleges uh, just for one reason because i wanted a college in delhi and then i because uh, uh, so by that time i had uh, made quite a good amount of clients which were from delhi and then uh, there were studios from delhi with whom i was working from dehradun itself so i was like oh, it would be a great move that like my college is there in delhi and then like side by side at least uh, basically college was side uh, but yeah, yeah the basic thinking was like side by side i can work on projects so uh, that's how i uh, like decided okay i'll go for nift and then uh, like that's how i started like my studies there nice that's so smart like you want to continue with the side projects but then you also want to make sure you're getting the college done because of the formality that is there in in india at least that okay you need to have mm-hmm. a bachelor's degree like once you decided that okay you want to get into nift uh, and you decided studying at nift what made you decide that you want to do a bachelor's in graphic design and typography okay so in that case like uh, so my major in uh, nift was uh, like fashion communication which i like at the end i was much more interested in the communication part and the like design part so because that's what i was doing most of my time like as my like all my industry projects and then my client projects were those so in the first year like it was a intensive thing where it's almost like okay one of the reasons like i credit nift as well where like uh, we uh, like in india we all know like the design standard in terms of like what is going in the global space versus what our curriculums are there in these colleges is not up right. to date so uh, so in like in college space like uh, my i was way ahead of like curriculum because i was already delivering projects which were real life projects but again uh, one of the like benefits which i got all uh, one of the things which nib gave me was in the first year it was like 
there was like in first semester you uh, work on a lot on the foundational stuff which is like your basic rules basic kind of uh, like how design works and all those kind of things which if you're self learning happens you learn those things but again in terms of application in terms of convincing people okay like why because you in juries you have to convince your like uh, mentors your teachers like okay why i have done that so in that case like i think that was a good point of shift for me like it's almost like it was not client thing it was much more conversational thing and then uh, like slowly i started doing lettering and then that's how i got really interested okay lettering what is the basis of lettering nice that's really that's great actually like you slowly and steadily you found your interest and one big factor for you was that you were very well uh, you were well versed with how the industry how design works in the industries or in the agencies which is why you had sort of a upper hand so as to say from nift then you went to uh, you went for your ma in typography and typeface yeah. design at the university of reading can you tell us more about that yeah i think uh, there is a missing part between that so after graduating from nift i uh, did like i was a product designer at paytm and then okay. I, uh, so in that point of time what happened was okay i wanted to do uh, like research in typography and then that whole journey was not that straight forward again i was supposed to join college by in 2018 but because uh, the whole space was a much more like uh, i was very so since college only like basically graphic design has been there but what i have been much more interested is in emerging tech so uh, google glass came in at that point of time like in right. 2016 and uh, and uh, before that like there was a whole talk going on so i was a nerd in that space like <laughs> any new emerging tech which is coming in i have to learn about it i have to just try what whatever is happening so if i talk about my college projects as well like uh, there has to be like okay if it is just like basic uh, kind of assignment then i'll use these kind of things so in that case what happened was at that point of time okay i got into these emerging tech kind of thing and then i decided like i want to uh, like first like I, my interest was in emerging tech second like typography was becoming very deep embedded in what i really wanted to do and then design was one string which was there so while i was working at paytm then i applied for like my masters which was supposed to be like uh, to, i was supposed to join college in 2018 but like uh, just because this whole thing was happening so i got my admission like uh, so first i decided okay like i would I got in 2017 itself. I first I decided okay I'll just like uh defer my admission to 2018 but again at that point of time uh, it was uh, slightly like because uh, MA if you do MA at Reading uh, University of Reading so uh, the students who come in on uh, you won't call them students those are like mid career professionals mostly so these are the people who are like already uh, like in a, a very stable state of their career and then they want to kind of uh, get better at uh, into typography and get uh, research deeper into uh, typography and all those things and then again this course is uh, much more like very academic so research driven course so it was not for everybody and then i was i got slightly like scared of that so i thought like maybe i'll defer it so i deferred it to 2018 but in the summer itself i went to uh, like uh, the university for a summer course and then that's when i uh, like i had a chat with uh, uh, my uh, director there and then i asked him like do you think i'm ready for the course and then he was like yeah you are ready that's why like uh, i accepted your application so that's how like so in that case this is your like july and then so just imagine like if you are applying for a college abroad you do all the kind of formalities get done in 6 months i did all those formalities in 28 days oh. right from visa application everything so it was like okay i uh, so i the last day of my paytm was like a one day and the next day i went home and then uh, the third day i just flew off india for my course 
so yeah that happened fast and then uh, yeah that was the best experience or the best time of my life so far damn <laughs> yeah like it would have given a completely different kind of a rush and yeah, yeah that rush is what keeps it going as a ma student at the university of reading uh, what was your day to day life like so that is i think uh, as i told you like uh, it is not uh, as compared to any other like course uh, which is there in terms of design or any other like a different kind of course which is like uh, uh, towards like science and stem courses or whatever is that so in this case like uh, you would uh, like you can compare the ma at reading towards much, much more towards the stem side where like science and technology you do uh, like intensive research so if you are talking about like, uh, like i want to draw this letter then you have to justify why that letter is being drawn uh, of that type so it's like uh, it's not much more towards the design bit it was like for it was designed uh, de- uh, like basically the course was divided into two sections one is your basically your typeface design project which is your uh, which is there which was initial bit and the second deliverable which was there was your dissertation which is again like uh, your proper thesis uh, which uh, like kind of became my major part of the research so and in terms of learning if i say that's the best kind of learning experience which i had so if i compare it to learning like across like 10 15 years that i got in just like that small duration of time during my ma so i think i can compare to that and then it's not just like that course gave me so basically uh if i compare it to design education whatever i have experienced whatever i have had a chat with like different uh, people from different colleges who are the graduates from different colleges be it in india or be it abroad so there was a common thing which i realized that uh, that course was uh, was totally different and then that made me realize what design education should be all about so it's almost like just imagine like your lectures are not just like somebody coming in delivering a lecture and then going away it's like a two way lectures interactive lectures and then you got to so, uh, so uh, like in my uh, so there were classes in week uh, in a week away it's almost like uh, one of uh, my favorite teachers used to bring all his collections which is like uh, these collections are something which museums also don't have so that kind of collection that kind of uh, like uh, the access you have to the collaterals in terms of like design history so because a lot of books if you see uh, like which are uh, like related to typography or which are related to design refer to the archives of university of reading so i think that was one of the privilege which i had that i had all that access and then every kind of uh, thursday or tuesday i had uh, like we had different seminars which were about different kind of uh, like different kind of design sections so maybe it's just about forms forms from like starting from 19 uh, like 1880s you get to see physical forms those physical collections which are already there in the archives and be it different languages be it layouts and everything so i got access to that so i think that's what like if you are spending that kind of money uh, to for education you're not spending it to just uh, get lectures but to just see tangibly what used to happen what was the thinking behind those things so i think that was the best part for me uh, yeah yeah that's that kind of ecosystem is what sets it apart and also it's not like a the way you mention it it's, it does not seem like a pretentious or a pseudo ecosystem it feels very immersive and yeah. that everyone is so involved in it that you don't see any other external factor or like it doesn't bother you at all that's really mm-hmm. yeah that's really great and you also mentioned previously that uh, you were you like you were really interested in the upcoming tech uh, one of them being google lens is that uh, is the upcoming like is the fact that google lens had come up during that period and that you were doing your ma at the at the university of reading that you wanted to do your thesis 
in typography and ar as well mm-hmm. so in that case like uh, i told you one thing like that whole emerging thing started like uh, 2014 2015 uh, oculus was released on K- uh, kickstarter and then all those things so those were like there in back of my mind like ar and vr is booming and then i was very interested so uh, i wanted to so even before going to reading i had this in mind that i wanted to work on ar and vr just because of this fact like okay this i kind of had a chat with uh, my director that okay this is the area where i want to research on and then uh, i'll tell you later on like why uh, that was a harder challenge so because it was something totally new so that i already had in mind before going to the university that i wanted to do that and then one of the reasons being okay that was a new space and then uh, to be honest like what is better than like writing guidelines for which is not uh, something which is not there so i think like uh, uh, because it was uh, in your life once you start working so there is always a dis- uh, very hard decision that you have to take which i have taken uh, twice but uh, right now look okay you're working somewhere your your life is settled and then everything is going uh, right in the right direction and then when you are like going for education then that's uh, basically risk monetary right. and uh, your time goes so in that case like i wanted to kind of uh, make so it's a basic greed thing you just uh, like Uh, may, uh, make yourself think like okay i would have to do like the best so that i can uh, like justify myself that i did i spent that m- amount of time there so i what i got in return so either that can be the amount of learning which i got or something i created so uh, for me like it's learning plus like how what i create so i think that was one of the kind of very major motivation for me that i really wanted to do like ar vr uh, typography for ar vr That's nice. So, how was your pro- how was your experience like uh, when working on the thesis? What challenges did you come across, and what was your experience? Okay, so yeah, this is an interesting one, and then I think uh, this uh, a lot of people can relate, or like uh, because it's almost like uh, basic. If I talk about that thing, uh, the infrastructure was near, not there, even though like uh, uh, University of Reading is a major university in UK. so in that case like because ar and vr these are emerging tech and then but again the way, so i think i would not blame university for this i would much more blame uh, basically and then plus i would blame myself as well i was way ahead of time that like basically everything is happening in sf no like uh, nothing is going out of sf nothing is getting released so in that case like it's almost like uh, if the uh, they can't uh, like acquire those because uh, hololens was also not on sale and then uh, there was limited availability it came out in the middle when i was in the middle of the course but again like acquiring a unit uh, like which is quite expensive is not that easy so again another considerations were like you know, so this is i'm talking about so i think i out of like 100 people that i told my idea about these i'm talking about the pioneers in the type industry so to be honest like nobody paid attention to it very few people kind of paid attention to it and right now also that ignorance is slightly going on because people think like this technology will not like uh, become mainstream or something like that but again one of the person who has always motivated me is my course director jerry leonidas so i think yeah, in that case even a lot of my seniors were also like uh, quite uh, they were skeptical about it because uh, the kind of feedback because you kind of go up to them and then uh, tell them like okay i want to do this i want to do that but again they were like okay uh, there were people in my batch also like who tried to do something very different so kind of they were giving practical advices that you will uh, because since uh, whatever project we take is not just like one month project or two month project is a whole year long project so initial like six months you do proper research then you spend time on designing typefaces for that 
so this was a major kind of time investment so i think they from their point of view it was also a, a sane advice that okay uh, a lot of people uh, if you're working with something very new a lot of people uh, like uh, abandon their projects and then that time goes to waste or something like that so i had faced all that kind of uh, skepticism from a lot of people but there were few people who were like okay who were supporting me and then which kind of uh, so that was a good part and then uh, the only down point of that was i had to do uh, the whole research ground up so basically there was no typography based research available for arb headset because nothing like existed before so what i had to do is i had to uh, go through like so this is i'm talking about like december and then the whole uh, winter vacation the world was like chilling and then everybody so there was no one in the uh, university except for a few people and then they i was like sitting like trying to find uh, like all the science papers all the paper in terms of te uh, technological advancements which was like starting from 1960s when uh, ivan sutelan he kind of uh, started with the basic concept of what vr headset can be so the whole kind of uh, base of the uh, research started with like science uh, science based research industrial research then kind of picking up uh, the historical uh, typography based research and then clubbing them together to create a base at least like this is how the idea comes up so that was a huge task but again that turned out to be really well because i was able to kind of justify each and every point why that uh, like why this thing was happening because this was taken from here uh, why where this kind of gets justified from typography point of view that like okay there's a basic uh, so i'll tell you a basic example in this case so one of the uh, kind of feature which is there in the typefaces which i'm designing is quite inspired from uh, your bell centennial which has like uh, ink traps so i think uh, you must be like a figma user and these days if you open figma you see like those uh, there is a typeface called white which is being used which has those kind of uh, very ugly looking some for people some people it's ugly looking for some people it's funky whatever word you use but there are like these engraving inside the letters so those those are like right now they have become uh, like kind of visual factor but those were uh, something which were functional so those were uh, designed to kind of uh, trap extra ink so in that case like in my typefaces in the typefaces for ar which i am working on so now i have converted that functionality so earlier it was ink right now like in ar how do we uh, kind of uh, create the typefaces it's through light so now those in my concept that has become light traps and then that has a uh, like certain functionality to it is to like avoid the halation so basically just imagine there is one light rod there is another light rod wherever the light rods meet the point which is there there is too much light so that uh, section becomes rounded so to avoid that that whole principle came in from the historical research or the historical typography based thing and then in the, um, basically industrial research how these kind of uh, basically how it used to look in crt monitors and all those kind of things so again like taking bits and pieces putting them together and then coming up with the ideas so that i can solve the problem so basically this was all about like coming up with this whole new type family which i designed this is really interesting and this is there is so much that i did not understand and i would only understand after reading all of it and i okay. recently came across your website as well that you've updated and you're showcasing all your work so for all those who want to know more about it should definitely check out nitishadav.com and what i what i really what one thing i noticed which i really liked as well is that or you also created a four part or series on typography and ar design on medium and john lacks the vp of design for ar and vr at facebook 
tweeted it saying that this is the fundamental uh, for typography in AR VR for like so far. Like, how did that feel? How was that? That was a very huge turning point because uh, so uh, after my uh, like uh, graduation, so uh, what happened was I got a lot of job offers. So, but again, like I was much more interested in continuing. So at least like the phase one of my uh, research, I wanted to like complete it before taking up any job. So at that point of time, like that, I think January I completed uh, that whole uh, thing. Like, and then like from February onward, I started posting about like most of these series. And then again, there is a stage. Basically, I'm a human, to be honest. So in that case, uh, there was a down point because again, just imagine like you have that kind of degree. You're you're like okay, you, and basically you were somewhere around there in your career path. And then right now you are just like okay, you did study, and then now you are not working. You are just researching. So basically, you have second question. You you second guess yourself. So that was the kind of stage where I was going in. Though I was like. Uh, chunking ch- uh, out all the information. I was writing articles. I was sharing all the information. But at times, again, that kind of feeling comes in. So uh, that I think uh, that week was a slightly down week for me. And then the moment I saw that, uh, like the whole tweet again, like you know, about that joy kind of uh, filled me in. And then again, like basically, I needed that. I got that at the right point of time. And then yeah, again, I uh, from that time onwards, again, the whole research was like just booming. So I was very much interested. That's awesome. So, uh, what contribution? So that this is with regards to all the work that you did while you were still at the university, right? And once your research was completed, what more work have you been doing on the same topic? So, so in that case, like uh, earlier, it, the testing was on. So basically, uh, what was there? So I forgot to tell uh, one fact. Like uh, the testing which was I was doing during my college days was on a makeshift. Uh, like I created a device on my own. Which was based. So I got my one of my friends from China, uh, Cheng. He brought me uh, like smartphone from China, which was like capable enough to handle all those kind of interactions. Where I created all my like prototypes and everything. So that was a, a like prototype based version which I tested and everything. So after that, like uh, once my like uh, typeface, my college submission was done, everything was done. So I started collaborating with uh, this one studio called uh, Rea- uh, Realities uh, in, uh, in London. So there I used to go. Because they provided me with the hardware so that I can check, okay, is the typeface really working or is just like fluff building in my mind that, okay, I'm just like, okay, I've designed something and then, but again, in that case, like it's, the whole typeface is not just like, like some basic design changes, it's a functional typeface. And then that is one of the major reasons I've not released it so far because I want to satisfy myself like across different platforms so that it works. It doesn't work on just single, uh, like single type of uh, headset, but it works across the different type of headset. So my phase two, phase one was much more theoretical and prototyping and testing. The second phase is much more like testing the minute details and then how they perform on different headsets. So now it's like much more uh, very kind of minute. And uh, so this is, I would say the, the basic initial part was theoretical research with practical application. Now what is whatever is happening is much more like functional based testing, testing ground is happening. So yeah, which is which is slightly like right now also like I do that like over time whenever I'm getting time basically on weekends. Right. You started with the foundation and then you moved to the practical aspect of it, and then now you're scaling it up. So yeah, like really super excited for this. Like because I was looking for the research paper. I was assuming that since you've done your research, maybe it's been published anywhere, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I could only find your medium articles. 
So one of the reasons, so most probably I'll release the white papers after a bit of time once the basically I could verify all the test results from the different headsets. So again, because uh, this is one of I think uh, this is something which I'm uh, I'm uh, not doing just academic research. I have to sell that type that as well at a later stage. So basically, in that case, what I'm trying to do is uh, whatever my claims are, I want to justify all the all those claims. I want to test all those claims, and then later once I release the type uh, before that, I think one month before I'll release the white papers and everything and then so that because in terms like that will become a marketing material for me as well so in that case like i have to plan uh, i'm just slightly uh, trying to plan, uh, plan it that way so that it works like both things work for me in a like proper manner rather than right. like because if i do it right now it's just like academic research somebody in, who does like academic research has published something but again i want to go with like okay this guy has published something and then this is how I, he has created it so i think in that case whoever wants to come in. So one of the reasons, uh, so I always believe in like giving out the information, what I'm researching on. So that like, okay, if somebody is interested in typefaces for AR, then they have all the kind of basic uh, ingredients to start with. And then once I release the papers, then they can totally refine it because it's not one day project. You're a strong believer of setting uh, examples, like uh, setting, like setting, working by examples. You're not just doing the research, but you're also going to be showing an example of this was the research regarding how typography in AR should be. And this is the a typography which I have created for AR, which I think you've named it as AR1. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So yeah, uh, earlier I was thinking about like what, what should be the name. So basically I'll tell you. Uh, so initial, uh, the name which I thought about was uh, something like Gajanana because it was my first typeface and you do shrikanes and everything. So basically that was the thinking. But again, I was like, yeah. since this is not going to be something like just, I'm not going to release just one typeface, basically AR1, what it has is basically, I wanted to basically get like a quick reference in terms of it's related to augmented realities. So that's why AR. And then since uh, what I have planned is like, there will be multiple versions. So right now, first release would be AR1, which is like, whatever the research has been done at that point of time, because uh, right now, just imagine this to be like, since AR industry is uh, like going to develop in over the years. So basically as the, so uh, it would be the typeface, which I, AR one, which I release, which will be based on whatever devices were like released earlier. So just imagine like if I'm uh, releasing it in 2020, I have tested in uh, devices before like 2020. So it works perfect in, the, in those cases. So I'm planning for AR2, AR3, all those versions. Okay. So that like, again, that was the thinking behind like that name. Right. That's very nice. Is there uh, anywhere we can read about AR1 in detail? So I, uh, there is a bit of information which is available on my website only. Uh, I think it's the, in the research page uh, at the bottom of the page. Uh, there is uh, like uh, a section about uh, typeface design for and where you can just uh, visit the page. So it's already there. Okay, awesome. And Nitish, what, so you've been working on this in so long, right? It's been, and you're still going on it, like working towards it, you're still pushing. And where do you feel, uh, according to you, when do you feel this is going to become mainstream? So are you talking about like uh, the typeface uh, or the use of typography in AR or like basically when AR as a plat platform itself becomes mainstream? Both actually. Because once okay. AR as a platform becomes mainstream, obviously there will be the requirement of a typeface. So in this case, right now, to be honest, I'll, uh, so a lot of my articles or my arguments, which I have been like, so recently I had just presented this whole case of uh, during Type Tech Munich, that why like the whole tech is so like 1990s, even though we have 
uh, like developed a lot in terms of like your web application or any application like Figma or Apple, like uh, desktop based application. The kind of system which is there in uh, like your basically gaming. Gaming was the thing which is a gaming platform, the Unreal Engine, the Unity Engine. So these are like these are the place, uh, these are the softwares which you use to design for AR. And then right now the the type based the background tech which is there to implement typefaces is very primitive. So it's 1990s. Uh, the whole technology is living in 1990s. So basically that is one of the reasons like why have been I have been pushing more towards like okay I want to get the back end also fixed before I just like uh, design the typeface and release that. So I think I'm working on both spaces. And then uh, to be honest like if I see this like I don't see this happening to be becoming mainstream in at least like two years, we have to uh, give it to the whole AR space. VR is okay. VR is fine. So uh, this is another thing which I'll slightly clarify at this point of time. Like my main uh, like focus so remains in AR, augmented reality versus VR. Because for me, typographical challenges which are there are much more in AR. Because in AR, what happens is there is ever-changing background. You don't know like what the background is going to be when you are going to read the text. But in VR, it's a bit similar there is a functionality in terms of like okay there is a there is a dimensionality which is coming in but again as a designer whenever you are designing the experience you know what background you are going to keep behind that text right. you, you know the color which is going to come there so it's quite it's a scalable thing from your desktop version to designing to vr but ar you don't know you are walk, you're walking in your room you don't know like you're seeing your door is behind your like you are seeing towards your tv or you're seeing towards the door then the background is changing. And then if you walk out, then there is brightness, there are much more challenges. So that's, that's one of the reasons like why I consider AR to be much more problematic and then much more, it has very high room of like different kind of innovations and kind of experiments. So yeah, that's one of the reasons. So that is one of the reasons it is going to take slightly more time, even like maybe right now, what my prediction is there is like at least minimum two years to like five years for this to become mainstream. Got it. Got it. Also, Nitish, apart from uh, working full-time, uh, working on typography in AR, you work on a lot of side projects as well. One of them being ideal yeah. reality. So can you tell us more about what ideal reality is? Ideal. So this is the first time I'm uh, just like uh, telling anyone the hidden agenda behind ideal reality. So basically it was like, okay, uh, so, uh, uh, if you talk about typography to any developer in the world who's working on or augmented, rea augmented reality. So if you talk, uh, talk to them about typefaces and typography, the preference which they give to like uh, typography is way down at the bottom because for them, like computing power has to go to like rendering whatever the graphics are there, whatever right. like other like, processes uh, which are there. And then uh, nobody cares about like, okay, putting more letters and then uh, making letters uh, like read better or something like that. Because right now people are struggling. So right now you just imagine you have hundred blocks of uh, like processing power. So they'll just give you two block, uh, two blocks max to max. And then in that case, like my whole idea was like, okay, since ideal reality is talking about the ideal cases of what the whole technology should look like. So I started. So basically, I have not plugged that in, but slowly, I'll, uh, since I've started talking about major aspects like which is like your accessibility to like uh, what uh, privacy issues and all those kind of things. So in that case, like slowly at a later stage, I want to plug in uh, typography as well because again that falls under accessibility. So till the time I don't have a platform to say that I don't have the platform to like explain uh, those kind of things. So uh, then I thought like okay because I was learning myself and then I thought like. 
and I had to kind of see all over the places to see any information related to that. So and then I thought like maybe this will serve a purpose for me at a later stage where I can plug in like typography in there. But again, it will create a resource for newcomers or people who are interested in accessibility and uh, privacy and all the like basically like ideal application, how the whole, because right now the whole uh, AR, the whole metaverse space is basically throwing in ideas, testing them and then coming up whatever, with whatever solutions are there. So right now it's in building. So if you kind of provide people with um, basic learning about those things and, so that it benefits, okay, it, be, it will benefit me at a later stage, but it benefits other people right now. And then what I have to do is at least like once a week or like twice a week, I have to spend time because I read a lot of paper every day, like morning I start reading a lot of papers. And then basically what I have to do is on the papers I like, the content I like, I have to put it like on the website, that's the only thing which I have to do. And then, but it, what it is going to do is it is going to benefit other people. So I think that was a basic thinking that how I started like building that up. Then yeah, that's how it is shaping. That's really nice because it's like a really good place for everything AR, VR, XR. That is multiple experiences apart from 2D reality that we are already like interacting with and using. So everyone should definitely check that out. And uh, Nitish, you also tweeted. So I follow you on Twitter a lot, actually, uh, and read a lot of your tweets and uh, see what uh, updates you keep coming with. One of them was that uh, you said you mentioned you are going to be creating a typography online course. So can you tell us more about that? And when is it coming up? Yeah, cool. So in that case, like uh, since uh, the whole thing earlier, to be honest, I'll just also like, and this also has a background story. And most of my things have a background story. So earlier it was something like, uh, so I wanted to create a residency, which is not possible at this point of time. So I wanted to do create a 10 day residency where I wanted to call my friends from across, like uh, with whom I've studied or the people from the industry, the major people I know to come uh, to India and then just like, okay, uh, just like teach people what typography is all about because I see there is a huge gap like which is happening. So if you talk about like even small countries like Chile or uh, like your Spain and all these small, small countries, they have, so even they have small, small design colleges, they have very strong background in typography, but that is lacking. So even India, so I won't name the colleges, but again, the standard is okay, but again, it's not up to the global level. So that is the thing which I really wanted to cover. And then uh, because of this whole, whole COVID situation, then I thought like, okay, maybe that residency is not possible at this point of time. Maybe just like uh, let's spend some time like creating a course. So in that case, like it's most probably like I will. So what I'm uh, like trying my friends to just like uh, get them on board to do like these online sessions where it's almost like it's going to be a, a limited uh, people's class. And then in that case, like I, they, so I, I won't teach everything. I will teach the things I'm good at and then rest like I'll find all the people who are like people teaching in RISD and people teaching in like colleges in Belgium and Copenhagen and all these like major colleges Netherlands and then uh, like in that case what happens is basically uh, so I want to get these people on board because uh, in typography so if there is one generalized teaching which happens which I do but again there uh, once you want to kind of get deeper into it so then there are people who like specialize in certain kind of things some people like specialize in uh, like long form content how to design articles you know how to set uh, you know typography based articles in a better way so these are like uh, like uh, to be honest like the ace 
typesetting people. So I want to get those people to kind of teach people typesetting, and then I want to uh, teach people who just like okay, who focus on product design. So basically, I would take up that uh, product design module because I am product designer as well. So it's basically like finding right people for right component of typography so that they can elaborate on all those aspects. So I think that's the whole aim, like uh, creating those modules, and then yeah, uh, I'm slightly working on it. Uh, slowly, I think I'll release. I'm trying that I will do the first announcement like in uh, maybe uh, sep not September, uh, August last week, hopefully, about like who uh, who all are going to be like part of that course. Okay, nice. That's pretty soon actually. That's going to be looking forward to your announcement. <laughs> yeah. So Nitish, uh, like you mentioned, how your plan is to. or uh, propagate uh, the typography knowledge more right uh, so for uh, someone who who's just starting off and is interested in typography or wants to know more about it how can they get started so i think in that case uh, one i'll so first is i think you can go through the articles if you are like very interested in typography for ar because there is no one who's even like work uh, like in a proximity who's working on it because i know one person who's working on it but that is more towards the expressive side which is not like proper typography because that's graphic design part but uh, but in that case like if you want to start you can start with you know, the articles i post the information i am posting and then i unfortunately i can't tell you any other thing because it doesn't exist and that's the same phase where uh, like i started like nothing was there but again you have starting point like uh, from my articles and then if you have any questions anybody has any questions they can just like totally uh, uh, like just ping me and then i can answer those questions to be honest so i think i try to do one thing where i'm just like uh, with my mailers i'll just create one of the lists where it's almost like uh, these so basically how i did uh, the cross uh, referencing of articles in terms of like the industrial bit i was talking about and typographical bit so i think i'll list those papers i can share those papers uh, with people that you can take reference from those and then this is how i connected those so i think basically that would slightly help so i think yeah i'll note this down can you also tell us about uh, how to get started in typography in general as a beginner okay uh, in that case i think uh, the online resources are one thing which i can't find right now so uh, i'll tell you the first book uh, really like which uh, opened my mind this is quite famous i think thinking with type a lot of uh, you might have by elen lupton so that gave me like basic understanding of what type is and what kind of different applications which are there so i think that's the like opening book and then i have a list i think yeah that uh, that is coming in the resources section uh, that will be there but again i'll tell you few books uh, uh, thinking with type is uh, really good and then again you can go with uh, uh, elements of typography uh, typography by robert bringers so that is again i would consider that, that to be a bible for whoever is getting into typography so in that case and then another like a basic fact which i want to like i explained uh, right now like uh, one clarification which people get confused between that there is a differentiation between typography and lettering so if you are into lettering then you uh, like you pick up uh, it's better for you as well to just like read a bit about typography like hardcore typography then it helps in terms of drawing letters and then if you are just like typesetting which is your like even if you are typesetting for print or you are typesetting for your interfaces in that case also like these books really help so i think yeah these are the starting points and then again one really good uh, resource which i think uh, which is missing uh, now 
is one chop one chop uh, is a foundry and then it had a really great learning section which is not there and then i credited that as like one of my inspiration points but uh, if you can just like uh, try go, going back to like way back machine and then finding their learning section if that is possible then that is a, uh, like their documents are pretty good uh, they had this whole like pdfs which taught like different concepts in a very like refined way so i think that is one good thing and then you have to be very in this case slightly be um, very picky about where you choose your uh, references in terms of typography learning from whom learning from where because and so i'll tell you what happens is one is a person who's very hardcore so this i don't want to undermine anyone but again i this is basically uh, for learners because you might get confused with a different kind of terminology or something like that so in that case i think it would be much more better towards going start with the hardcore thing where because that will bring you closer to what the right terminology is what the right facts are and what uh, the right things are because i tell so even whatever i teach so i always do this disclaimer that okay this is the right thing okay this is what i learned here i have broken the rule and then because a lot of people what uh, this i have uh, like recognized over different so what i also do because i am uh, designing my own course then i look at other people teaching it and then i see uh, there are certain flaws which happens and then because some people are just like okay they learned it from somewhere else and then there is a gap which is happening and then uh, because uh, and then another thing which is is uh, like personal preferences come in so you have to like slightly stay away from those per, uh, personal preferences and then you have to find the right sources and then go and then you have to basically review see uh, re- read the reviews or ask people that if that is a good source to refer to and then another book i got reminded is details in uh, details in typography nice so i think yeah yeah that's quite extensive actually that's a lot of things for uh for someone who wants to get started but definitely i feel this is very com- this would be very comprehensive as well for anyone who wants to get started and wants to know exactly what to refer to i just want to add one thing which i got in my yeah. so recently once uh, my phone's is sending an emailer so one is their like promotional emailer there is another is educational bit which i think if uh, i think i would recommend it uh, to the listeners uh, that just uh, subscribe to those updates and then i think um, it's like fyi or fyti something like that uh, which in which they kind of pick up one topic and then uh, like i think it's weekly or by uh, by monthly something like that and then they send you updates i think that would be another good starting point for you definitely definitely you were saying something yeah and so i was saying it's been great knowing your journey and you've done so much uh, when from starting off with the engineering and then working freelance and remotely and then going for a design degree and then doing a masters in a design degree and then while you're working full time as a product designer you're also working towards typography for the future so in your entire journey if i had to ask you what are your top 3 learnings what would they be i think uh i would not relate this to basically my uh, basically just design but uh, one thing i have realized like so this would be my one of my major mistake and uh, major thing way is almost like initially like when i was in nift so i used to be like very much focus on uh, like learning and then just doing what i uh, what i like so basically my philosophy was if your work is great if you like if you do the best thing then people will recognize you for that but that is something which doesn't happen so because for recognition you need to have like basically 
you have to promote that whole thing you have to be like social uh, with people at least people so basically if you uh, if you are a great designer okay you're working but nobody knows about you then what's the point then there is like basically one uh, you get satisfied that i'm doing the great work but if you are like more people should learn from me in that case like that whole thing comes from like basically socializing like talking to people and then like having conversations with them so this is something like okay if you're talking if you're just thinking like talent will take you to whatever to the it is a path to success i would say it's a path to success but again in that case you have you also have to work on recognition you have to also work on basically uh, one of the major things which is your networking so basically and this is another thing i think i can just give you an example why it works is basically why uh, basically uh, a lot of people have this uh, understanding that attending conferences att- attending uh, like your uh, basically events which happen uh, here and there uh, is a waste of time it's a, it's waste of money or something like that so most of these events are not for like basically learning something there it's more about uh, so knowing the right people so okay i might have met you during a conference okay my uh, does this and then he's that guy and then uh, if i have if i'm working on that like i'll share with you so in that case now you know okay there is a person called nitish who kind of uh, does this thing and then again in this case like one is physical space second is your social media space where you have to be active you have to talk to people you have to like have, get into conversation have discussions so that in ca- in that case like then you got to know basically uh, if you're talking about us then we kind of connected over social media and i think that's the space where you have to get into it and then uh, just don't think like okay uh, i'll just keep my head down and then i'll just like one day like it will blow over that my work will blow because in that at the end some people this is a mistake a lot of people i've seen doing they do great work they don't post it anywhere and then nobody knows about like there is a really amazing person there so they might get hired by one person who knows them but again again uh, that again that person is keeping it to themselves right so i think <laughs> okay so that's what so what about the other two things bro <laughs> so yeah second i think uh, uh another i think i won't uh, relate it to basically just design but uh, a general thing where it's almost like uh, a lot of people compare themselves so basically uh, that okay he's the guy he who did this in this point of time okay just imagine like if i'm taking somebody's case like uh, that guy he's you know, graduated out of college like and then just after that he became a sensation or something like that so sometimes uh, like those things those exceptions happen but a lot of people like uh, you you basically what i'm talking about you don't know the background story what i had to go through to reach at that level or to kind of uh, become what i am i have sacrificed like basically my social life i have i have done that so in that case like if you're balancing so one good part is just imagine like so uh, i'll just make you feel better okay in this case like uh, if you are a person like if you graduated in this point like uh, quickly and then you didn't get a job at a great place in that case like what you did was you were learning and then you were enjoying with your friends whereas what i did was i so i will call myself a loser it's fine so in that case like okay i was a loser who was just like uh, sitting there in my room learning and then doing all those things so it's not about like don't compare yourself to anybody else who's like uh, everybody's learning path is different everybody's understanding or the way of learning is different and then if the experiences which they have learned from is uh, again different so you way it might happen is the thing where i might have re- reached uh, from a to b in just like one year from but from my uh, from b to c it might take me for 10 years but for you it might take like maybe if, if you have taken like from a to b like 3 years 
but again by that time he was learning much more than me and then you can just uh, like uh, take just one year to ju just go from b to c so in that case like journeys differ from person to person so don't get like don't be sad about anything just like uh, focus on what you are doing just learn whatever you like yeah i was going to ask you the question that what advice do you wish you had received when you were starting off and i feel you've covered that as well or is there anything that you would want to add i think uh, that that is something i uh, people have asked me but again uh, this is uh, that is my biggest regret because if somebody would have told me that uh, your hard work or just your talent doesn't take you uh, to whatever place you want to be in you have to know the right people you have to be at the right place and this is one of the things which i really want you to know and this is again this i got to learn when i was in reading because i was meeting so i was attending conferences across europe and then i was meeting people so in that case like uh, what it did for me was like when i uh, needed help or when i needed okay uh, can you just like uh, review this like i'm doing this then uh, because i had uh, chat with that person in person uh, that conference or something like that in that case like it helped me because now uh, cold mes messaging works for us at sometimes but again the moment uh, i know like my i have met mayank in a certain conference or like i have met him somewhere and then i know him through friend through a friend so in that case like that increases your like basically the uh, in this case like just imagine i'm working on a project i will take 10 days to complete that project on my own but if i can just ask one person who's experienced in that i can complete that project in just two three days because the thing which i will do by hit and trials in five days i will just get that advice by asking a single question from from that right person right this is great advice this, this interview also has been great nitish like there is there are so many things which i will also after this interview definitely check it out and try to acknowledge despite whatever research i could do but this has been super insightful thanks a lot nitish for this brings us to the end of our interview uh, would love to know what your experience was and what are your final words yeah i think i loved it man and the whole conversation even like basically the, these kind of conversation because these are like very genuine questions which you don't think yourself so i think i have a much more revelations for me as well which i have to think about like how i have to chat in my part uh, so i think it's basically the way it it's a learning for you it's a learning for me and then i'm really thankful for that thanks man thanks for listening to this episode and i hope you liked it to check out other episodes and clips from the interview subscribe to the whiteboard.fm youtube channel feel free to share your favorite parts of the interview and don't forget to tag us this podcast is a part of the 10k designers network you can check out other projects on 10kdesigners.com